a uh, number of years ago, I was at a conference in uh, Chicago, and, and one of the workshops talked about how to figure out what your values are. What are your values? And so they did that by they had a, a deck of cards, this actual deck, and it, on it there are uh, 64 different words, challenge or excitement or competence, tolerance, work-life balance, various words that the creators of these cards said, well, th these are values, things that people value. And, and so we went through this exercise where we went through all the cards and we put, put aside the things that weren't values to us and, and we, we kept, I don't know, a dozen or so of the key values that were really important to who we are and, and how we live. And we went through this process a number of times, again, weeding out. These are, these are ones that are more and more and more important. And, and finally, you'd end with, I don't know, three to five or six values. The things that are at the core of who you are. Things that you orient your life towards. Sometimes knowingly, sometimes it's just who you are, right? What, what are your values do, do you know what you value? Do, do you have a, a core value that you've identified that orients your life and helps to shape who you are and what you do and how you do it and how you interact with others? It's an important exercise, I think. You know, values like courage, because right? if you, you draw it out and you live it out, and if, if courage, doing things that are courageous, being a risk taker, is one of the things you value, then, then that, that has shaped your decisions, your adventures, how you walk through life. But, but it's also important that, that you need to recognize that your values have an impact on others, right? And, and how you treat others. And so, I mean, this is just a scenario, but, but if, if courage is one of your values and you have a, a child, a son, who has watched you live your life courageously and maybe even admired that, but also seen the faults of courageous missteps, maybe your son doesn't value courage. Maybe they're more concerned with safety because they, they don't want to fall the way you have fallen. Does that make sense? And then all of a sudden, you, you can see how, how courage and courageousness has, has been a, a key value, but then all of a sudden, you, you have your son who you're butting heads with because they're playing it safe all the time. Knowing your values, knowing what orients your life and what shapes you and what, what shapes the decisions you make is really important and it's really helpful as you interact with others. What, what do you value? And maybe even more basic than that, why, why do we call them values? Because we place a high value On following them. We're willing to pay the cost of living out our values. 
right? If, if trust is one of your values and someone breaks trust with you, there's a cost in that relationship, right? What do you value and, and what's the worth of that value? That's part of, I think, what, what today's parables are about, right? We're, we're, we're wrapping up uh, uh, Matthew 13, and, and we, we've, although I haven't been focusing on them throughout uh, uh, the past several Sundays, but these are the, the parables of the kingdom of heaven that Jesus shares. And they're, they're complicated, they're involved, they're, they're heavy. And some of them share things that are uncomfortable, like the last parable today of the nets of keeping and discarding good fish and bad fish. The kingdom of heaven, right? That's what Jesus is focused on. The kingdom of heaven is like. And one of the things that we get from today's lesson, that the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure or a, a valuable pearl. The, the kingdom of heaven is valuable. It's priceless. It's worth Everything. That, that's what Jesus is telling us. The kingdom of heaven is priceless. You, you can't put a value on it. Right? I mean, the, 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 the stories are that the, 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 the man and the, the merchant, they, they sell everything they have in order to acquire the treasure and the pearl. And they do so gladly. They give away everything they have, and they do so willingly, because the kingdom of heaven is that important. It's that valuable. What in your life could you give everything away for and still feel like you came out the winner? Ponder that. Not very many things, I would imagine. Not many things in our lives are priceless. The kingdom of heaven is one of those things. But, but may, before we get too much further, what is the kingdom of heaven, right? We have talked about this a, a number of times, but I think it's important that the kingdom of heaven is not so much a place or a border it's, it's the reign of God. It's the rule of God. The kingdom of heaven is wherever God is king, wherever Jesus is in charge, wherever Jesus and his values are being lived out. That's where the kingdom of heaven is. And it's worth everything. It's worth selling all you have to get it. My, uh, my oldest, Ethan, uh, was a swimmer for a number of years when he was younger. We, we swam at the local YMCA back in Ohio, and um, all, I think all my kids swam at various points. Um, but uh, Ethan uh, was a, a pretty good swimmer, but he had a flaw. And maybe you can recognize this in your own life. He, he was really good at, at, at giving most of what he had. You ever do that? Like holding back a little bit of reserve just in case? 
Do you ever do that? I do that all the time. I don't want to give everything because, well, it's a built-in excuse that I didn't give it everything I had, right, in case I lose. But, but also, we, we, we don't give all of our reserve away because we want to hold back a little bit. And so, Ethan, we saw this all the time, and we kept, you know, give him the pep talk right before he got on the starting block. And, come on, Ethan, give it your all. Give it your all. Give it your all. And he would do great. But then he'd stop short. Till one day. I don't know what was in the water that day or what was in my amazing pep talk. <laughs> but the kid dove in the water and gave it everything he had. A 200 breaststroke. Spent every molecule of his energy. Not only did he win, his name went on the record board at the Y that day. Because he gave all he had. This, I think, is part of what we are reading today. It's about the kingdom of heaven. Give it everything you've got. Empty your reservoir in chasing after all that God values, right? The kingdom of heaven, this reign and rule of God, man, that, that's the place. That, what that looks like is that, that's, where, that's where evil is being defeated. That's where unrighteousness is being stood up against. That's where demons are, are destroyed. That's where death dies. That's what the kingdom of heaven is. And that's what we're called to give as we live in faith. Are you living the values of the kingdom of God? It's where righteousness rules. You know what righteousness is? It's doing what's right according to God's eyes. It's where love grows. Are you loving with everything you've got? Or are you holding back some because you're fearful? Guilty. The kingdom of heaven is love poured out without fear and without reservation. The kingdom of heaven is peace Peace. Man, I, I don't know about you, but every time I look at the world around me, every time I, I look in my own house, every, every time I look in my own soul, I wonder, Lord, where is this peace? Because, man, I, it's elusive. There's so much to be anxious about. There's so much to be torn up about. There's so much that's out of our control. And yet the kingdom of heaven says, peace, be still in the midst of the storm. Peace, God's peace 
isn't a happenstance that comes on us, that we luck into it. Peace is something that is nurtured within us. It's nurtured within you. Not not by you. This is, oh, please know this is the gift of the Holy Spirit working in you. It's the kingdom of God. It's the reminder that even as the world falls away, even as my world falls away, he still stands. Amen? This is the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven, the value of the kingdom of heaven is joy. I love joy. I love to laugh. I love to tell corny jokes that get eye rolls from my children. Joy. Joy is part of the kingdom of heaven. But man, there's lots to steal joy these days, isn't there? There's a lot that makes me not really want to laugh as I look at the hardship and the challenge and the brokenness within me and with around me. But joy, joy is choosing to sing even if it's in the key of midnight. Right? That's what Paul and Silas did in prison. They sang even in prison. Do you sing when the bars of this world have trapped you? Joy, joy, joy down in your heart. This is the kingdom of heaven and we sell everything we have for it. To get it, to taste it, to nurture it, to cultivate it, to grow it within us and around us, in the community around us, in the families around us, in our loved ones, in our neighbors. This is the rule and the reign of God. The kingdom of God is where righteousness rules, where it's in body, where salvation is one. Another component, another truth about the kingdom of heaven is it's it's here now and not yet. That's what the kingdom of heaven is. I, I hope that you've had experiences where you've tasted the kingdom of heaven in your life. Where we can say definitively, because of the cross, because of the tomb, that the heaven, the kingdom of heaven has broken in to the here and now today. And I hope you've tasted it. But, but I want to promise you something else, that it's not yet fully here, right? And, and, and that's, that's not hard to express. We, we all have that, a, a sense that, man, there's good going on, but man, there's, it, it seems like bad is winning. It seems like evil is winning sometimes. There's a, a now and not yet component of the kingdom of God. It, it's kind of like the NFL preseason, right? Like we're excited football's here, but not really, right? That, that, that's the kingdom of heaven. We get a taste of it, but we don't get the fullness of it. 
We don't get the totality of it. The kingdom of heaven. But, but here's the thing. I, I want to go back and I'm just going to read again the, the two parables. Be, because I, th- I think everything I've said is absolutely true. But I think it's a misinterpretation of these two parables. Let me read them again. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. And again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls, who on finding one pearl of great value went and sold all that he had and bought it. See, so often I think it's easy for us to think and to put ourselves as though we're the ones who happened across this this amazing gift and that that we're the ones that sell everything we've got to get it. And and I want to tell you that this parable isn't about you, it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. Because nowhere in Scripture... Do we ever find ourselves that we have anything of value or worth that we can trade to get God's love? Luther, in his pocket when he died, had the the, the written on a note, hand scribbled. His dying thought was, we are beggars. We bring nothing to God. It is Jesus, the one who looks upon you and has declared over you your infinitesimal value, not because of who you are, but because of whose you are. And his response in seeing you is to give everything he's got in order to purchase you, his blood. His breath. He's the light of the world, and the light in his eyes went out for you. He sold it all so that you might be brought in to his kingdom. You are the pearl, you are the treasure. You are the the gift that Jesus gives it all for so that you can be brought in, so you can taste and see that the Lord is good and his love for you never fails. It never falls away. Who can love you like Jesus? Nobody. 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 Jesus, the Son of God, the one who spoke the world, the universe into existence, Gave his blood that you might live. 
there is nothing more valuable than his life. And he freely gave it for you. So chase after him. Value him. Because you are his treasure. In the name of Christ. Amen.